Welcome to the Heavenly Manna podcast. This episode is titled Bible and Fire. The core aspect of initiating a successful civilization, especially at its rudimentary stages, was the ability of humans to tame fire and use it for cooking, heating, and the eminence of light. There are several schools of thought that have developed over time regarding the spiritual implications of the various references to fire in the Bible. However, it is an undeniable spiritual truth that God's glory has been manifested from Genesis to Revelation in multiple instances featuring fire that is both visible and invisible. Fire has several functions in our daily life. We make use of fire in several ways from our residential lighting to cooking to now in our society as a source of fuel. Similarly, the divine intervention of God's glory facilitates itself in various forms, including fire that can transform our lives to reflect his glory, test our faith, purify our hearts, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let's talk about the five aspects of fire that are evident throughout the Bible. One aspect of fire we can consider is how God's fire often is a revealer of God's glory. In the scriptures, we see that God revealed his glory by appearing to Moses in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush that was on the Mount of Horeb. The Bible states that Moses saw the bush was on fire, but it did not burn up. That is in Exodus 3 verse 8. And it shows how the power of God's fire can defy the very laws of nature. What he consumes, he doesn't just burn up, but rather his fire is a doorway to portray his power and glory. Moses' conversation at the burning bush would be a gateway into his ministry, in which not only did he lead the people of Israel, out of bondage in Egypt and into the freedom of liberty in Christ, but he is one of the few people in the Bible who physically beheld the glory of God. God is wanting to give some of you a burning fire experience today by which he is calling you into his ministry as an ambassador of his glory. However, it is when you, like Moses, take the time to stop from the daily rush of life and see his fire that his voice begins to emanate clearly into your life. A second aspect of God's fire is its transformational power. On the day of Pentecost, there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one sat upon each of them. When they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and those around them, according to the book of Acts, were amazed and perplexed. This was a moment in which the glory of God was solidified and made visible to mankind through the utterance of various tongues as symbolized by flames of fire. When the Holy Spirit comes upon an individual, they are set on fire for Jesus and they become a gateway by which many will witness God's power and authority. An example of this, this is Peter, who was a simple uneducated fisherman who Jesus called to become a disciple. Yet when Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, he was able to give the first gospel message 
by which around 3,000 people were baptized into Christ and added to the church. We can see that when a person is consumed by the fire of God, their anointing will impact others and the gospel message begins to spread like fire around them. Elijah is another example from the Old Testament of a simple man from the small tribe of Tisba, whom God used powerfully to transform Israel. In 1 Kings chapter 18, Elijah went up against all of Israel on Mount Carmel to prove whether Baal or God Almighty was more powerful. Despite being alone on one side, one prayer from Elijah caused his wet wooden altar to burn with heavenly fire, showing that there is truly only one God. No matter if we are alone or feel wet from our circumstances and surrounding issues and challenges in life, Remember that there is no limitation to God's fire. All he needs is a heart that is in complete surrender to him and his will, as Elijah was. Thirdly, God's fire is not only a symbol of his power and glory, but also of his protection. In Zechariah chapter 2, verse 5, it states, For I, says the Lord, will be a fire, a wall of fire all around her, and I will be the glory in her midst. In the book of Daniel chapter 3, we read the story of the three Israelite boys who were thrown into a fiery furnace. Despite the fiery furnace, the humanly invisible but divine fire that was within the three boys, who were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, this fire was much greater than the intensity of the Babylonian earthly fire to the point that the Babylonian fire could do no harm to any one of them. We see that God honored their commitment and faith and revealed his faithfulness and glory to them. The son of God himself intervened and delivered them as the fourth man in the fire to the point that the fire had no power over their bodies. The hair of their head was not burned nor were their garments affected, and the very smell of fire was not on them. The fire of God within us is greater than the fire of the world against us. When you kindle your fire through an unmovable adherence to the truth of the word of God, that fire of God will serve as a source of protection against the forces of the enemy against you. As seen with the three Israelite boys, who had to go through the fiery furnace, whose heat was intensified seven times by the Babylonian king. Yet they came out without even the scent of what they had gone through. And it was all for God's glory. A fourth aspect we can consider is the refining fire of God by which he tests our faith in life. Remember that our God is a refiner who makes beauty out of our ashes and molds us through the fires of life. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 3, it states that he will, he will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. In life, we will have many fire-like experiences, 
But it is through the fire that God himself will mold us to match his perfect will for our lives. In Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5 and 7, it states, So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, that I and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts, and he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken and your sin is purged. It was when the hot coals touched the prophet's lips that the prophet was made clean and his iniquities were taken away. In our lives, remember that sometimes it is only through the scorching fire that God can truly mold and purify us to make us into pure so don't see the fires of life as uncontrollable challenges, but rather it is a testing of the divine potter shaping us to be a more useful vessel for his kingdom. The fire is also a test of our faith and our ability through the Holy Spirit to withstand the pressures around us in this world and cling on to our conviction in Christ Jesus. The Apostle Peter Despite succumbing to the pressures around him by denying Jesus three times after Jesus was taken away to be crucified, after Peter was empowered by the Holy Spirit, he understood that it was through the fire of God within him that he would be able to stand amidst the testing of his faith in life. Therefore, he later wrote in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing has happened to you, but rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's suffering, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. The fifth and last aspect of divine fire that we will discuss in this episode is the fire of judgment. At the end of time, the wheat will be separated from the chaff, and those whose names are not in the book of life will have to suffer the destruction of eternal fire. So I want to take this opportunity to invite you to become part of the family of God. He will honor your decisions and fill you with his divine fire so that you can be on fire for him and not be judged to perish in eternal fire when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ. But we also need to remember and remind ourselves that the people of God have to pass through a test of fire as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12 to 15. It states, Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Therefore, it is through the fire that our works will be tested when we stand before the throne of God so that we can receive eternal rewards and become one with Christ 
for eternity. In conclusion, remember that the fire of God is a revealer of his glory. It is a transforming power. It is a source of heavenly protection, a, re a refiner of faith, and the determiner of our reward on the final day of judgment. His fire is the manifestation of his power that reaches beyond the control of any earthly forces. And this divine fire is available for those who, like the great men of God in the Bible, Moses, Peter, and Elijah, are willing to surrender themselves before God. May God bless you with these words.